Hi, this is Niu Niu. Welcome to another episode of Old Wisdom, New Insights, Season Two. In the previous show, we shared the story of Qu Yuan, who is considered by many as China's first poet ever. What makes him the first poet when there was indeed another poetry collection prior to his time? Well, before him, poetic works were not attributed to any specific authors. So he was literally the first Chinese poet to have his name recorded. I think that's pretty awesome. Qu Yuan, China's first poet. The story continues. As a handsome, talented young minister in the state of Chu over 2,200 years ago, Qu Yuan was valued and trusted by his king. He was envied and slandered by some corrupted officials in court. The terrible rumors finally got through to the King Huai, and Qu Yuan was banished from the capital of his beloved state. Our poet felt confused, worried, and was in absolute agony. He was confused about the sudden change of heart of his lord and friend. He was deeply worried about the declining state of Chu, and he was angry about falling into victim of the corrupted officials in court. He knew they persecuted him to stop the reformation, so their power and privilege would be left untouched. But he also knew that he could never just let go and give up his dream of serving the home state. So he wrote the famous saying: "Lu man man qi xiu yuan xi, wu jiang shang xia er qiu suo. Long, long had been my road, and far, far was the journey. I would go up and down to seek my heart's desire." These two verses are actually from what's considered Qu Yuan's magnus opus, the famous Li Sao or the Lament. It's a long, long poem, clocking in at about 2,400 characters. It makes Li Sao one of the longest poems in Chinese classic literature. It begins with Qu Yuan introducing himself and his aristocratic family, and then moves on to his unsuccessful career and him being cast from the court. He then goes on to recount his spiritual journey in exotic places, both real and imagined, such as the heavens and the ends of earth. He also describes his encounters with magical or fragrant plants and his interactions with various deities. In this famous poem, Qu Yuan laments the corruption that had plagued his kingdom and led to his exile. Despite the toxic surrounding, with corruption spreading like a plague, he was still determined to remain righteous, pure, and decent. The poem uses a lot of vivid imagery and metaphors, and Qu Yuan was also considered a pioneer of patriotism. If you'd like to dive into the poems of Qu Yuan, perhaps a good start would be these two verses: "Lu man man qi xiu yuan xi, wu jiang shang xia er qiu suo." Allow me to break them down word by word. Lu means road. Man man means long. Qi is it. Here it refers to the road. Xiu yuan also means long and far. Xi is a signature model particle in Qu Yuan's works. 
路漫漫其修远兮 The road, the journey is long and far. Wu is an ancient way to say I. Jiang means wood. Shang is up and xia is down. Er is a functional words with no actual meaning. Qiu suo means to search, seek, or pursue. Wu jiang shang xia er qiu suo. I would go up and down to pursue my dream. 路漫漫其修远兮，吾将上下而求索。Is still cited often nowadays to express one's determination to pursue a goal amid challenges and obstacles. No matter how far and long the journey might be, a purposeful soul would always seek up and down for its dream. Unfortunately, Qu Yuan's luck never returned. His story was as heartbroken as the story of King Lear's youngest daughter. Just like the young girl who is banished, even though she is the only one who truly loves the king, Qu Yuan was punished and exiled again and again for trying to do the right thing for his state. Every time when the state of Chu fell as victim of aggression, the king would remember Qu Yuan and ask him to back. Every time when King Huai was deceived and tricked by other states, he would summon Chu Yuan back into the capital. Every time when the state of Chu stepped further towards annexation, King Huai would want Chu Yuan's help, and Chu Yuan, every time, would always swoop in for a rescue. However, the king's trust never stayed. Corruptive officials in court, in cahoots with the king's favorite concubine, could not stand to having the honest and clean Chu Yuan getting in their ways of embezzlement. From here, it was a slippery slope for our hero Chu Yuan. From the promising young star statesman, he soon became a frustrated scholar who lamented over the doomed fate of his state, yet saw no way to help. In the next episode, I'll invite Chu Yuan into the studio and discuss with him his role as a poet, as a patriot, as well as his influence on today's China. You won't want to miss it. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe via wherever you tune in. If you have any questions or feedback, please get in touch via email at podcast@cri.com.cn, or you can interact with me directly on my Facebook page, Niu Niu Chinese. That's N I U N I U Chinese. Thanks for your company, and see you next time on Old Wisdom, New Insights.